Hey, hey, family, we are back with another episode of the Take One podcast. As I shared a couple weeks ago, we are doing a rebroadcast of our spiritual disciplines series that we did back in 2021. This is the final installment with Miss Danita Calhoun, and you can catch us back here in February with some brand new content. But we thought this would be a great opportunity for us to start the year right, to really um, think about how we schedule in time with God and how our time with God can bless other people and bless our communities. So with no further ado, here is Spiritual Disciplines Part 3 with Miss Danita Calhoun. My grandmother got really mad. She started singing, help me, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't help. Yeah. Because uh, she had like a Mississippi accent. Help me, Jesus. So. I'm going to take one, baby. Take One Podcast. It's been some time. We are back. Well, I ain't been on here in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, this morning, we have a special guest with us. And it is the uh, apostleess, <laughs> the bishopess, Danita Calhoun. Yeah. Uh, she mm-hmm. is the she does um, work in our city with um, a lot of single mothers. Uh, correct me where I'm wrong, but uh, she works with young lives, and I believe regionally regionally um, has a role, and is has been doing that for how many years now? Uh, 14 years. 14 years, uh, which is tremendously blessed uh, a lot of the people in our community and in our church, but then also people that are not a part of our community in our church. So we're thankful for her ministry and work, and we will be blessed by what she has to say today. We also have the prophetess, um, <laughs> Adriana Christmas, soon to be still, on the mic, and Showtime is always back behind the ones and twos orchestrating this thing but Danita I just want to open up by having you um just tell us about who you are uh what you what you've been doing what called you to do the ministry you're doing and then we'll get right into talking about spiritual practices oh okay um again Danita Calhoun a native Memphian um grew up in South Memphis um went to school here in Memphis and um, I've been in um, vocational ministry for over 20 years, but Amen. specifically on staff with Young Life, serving as the Young Lives, which is a focused ministry of Young Life, gotcha. serving as the uh, area director in the city and regionally uh, for the state of Tennessee as mm. the regional coordinator uh, uh, as a trainer and also get the privilege to serve as our CQ trainer for our region. And so uh, what brought me, my, drew my heart to this ministry was, I remember praying one day, Lord, break my heart for the things that break your heart. Mm. And Teen Moms is a part of our story, my story, my sister's story, and how God redeemed that in our lives. And mm-hmm. so uh, I'm very passionate about Teen Moms um, being at the feet of Jesus. So. Amen. Amen. Um, will you, the last couple of weeks, Adriana, um, you just give us a, a brief overview of what we've been doing to enter into the 
Sure. So just leading up to Holy Week, we've been talking about what are some spiritual practices that we do uh, that we can be doing to prepare our hearts for Easter. But also just like what are some spiritual practices and rhythms that we can just set for ourselves to connect with God uh, and to, um, I guess, just sit with things with God, basically, uh, and how busy our lives have become. And so. Uh, even with quarantine, we still have found ways to like occupy our minds, whether it's social media or new shows or just whatever, um, and how we have to take some time to pause and connect with God and process through our emotions, just all those things. Um, and so we wanted on this podcast to just talk about those rhythms um, and see how it plays out, because I know you're extremely busy. <laughs> so how does it ex- uh, play out for you like as, as an executive? Um, but also, uh, how does that spiritual practice and that spiritual life flow out into your work every day? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, the quarantine... Um, being in quarantine and during this pandemic has really been a huge part of me being more disciplined, mm-hmm. um, to be honest, um, because the ministry, it, the work, I'm always busy. I'm always out of town, you know, mm-hmm. and um, what it has taught me is, is that um, I think about uh, Mary and Martha and how busy she was trying to prepare and do things for the Lord, and Mary took the privilege of being with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so, um, for me, that's what the Lord has taught me uh, mm-hmm. during more so during this time. And so, some of the spiritual disciplines that uh, I've had the privilege to be a part of is um, through Young Life. They offer this program called the Good Way, and we was uh, you go on these silent retreats and um, you practice. Um, we stayed at the Ignatius. A house in Atlanta and learn what it means to sit in uh, silence and solitude, mm. what it means to um, learn different ways to connect with the Lord and learn that the Lord really does speak in the silence. Amen. And Amen. so learning different types of ways to prayer, pray, like one was the breath prayer and realizing that uh, growing up, my my grandparents and my mom, they did it all the time. I just didn't know it was a name to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's something as simple as, Lord, have mercy. We're just walking through the house just Amen. and Amen. breathing yeah. and just saying prayer all day long. And so being mindful of that. Um, but what has been most beneficial for me is um, pulling away. Uh, Young Life acts and pretty much requires for us to take a, at least a day of solitude every month. And so we have to be able to pull away in order to uh, to refill so that what we're pouring out. And so for me, silence and solitude has been a huge blessing in my life. Uh, as you all know, mm-hmm. in the last two years, I've, my both parents passed away and I found myself in a really dark place. And I just felt the Lord like calling me from this deep cave uh, to come and rest and be with him. And I... And it's been through those spiritual practices of silence and solitude and waiting for him to speak. So a lot of times I'm in the house, I have no TV on, no radio on, and I have this sitting room where I sit and I read and I practice uh, Lectio Divina and just waiting and read the scripture over and just wait and journal for and wait for the Lord to speak. And so it's been really good. It's yeah, been really good. Yeah. So just for anybody that's listening, um, 
Can you explain two things you mentioned, just so, just in a yeah. little more more detail? So, can you explain Lectio Divina in, in more detail, and then the breath prayer? Can you explain it a little bit more? Yeah, Lectio Divina is um, being focused on a particular scripture and reading it, and then sitting, and then reading it again, and it requires time. Like it's not like, oh, I did my devotion and check it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You have to sit with it and, and just wait for the Lord to speak. Uh, you have to learn to train your mind because sometimes, you know, um, your mind wanders and you have to train your mind to stay focused on what you've read and you go back and you read it again and just wait. And you'll find that, or at least for me, I've found that scripture that I, I know very well, how already very well that the Lord speaks differently. Yes. When you're in a different space, yes. in a different season of life, and but it's still relevant, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, that's what Lectio Divina is: is pulling out, a, you know, a particular scripture and putting that focus on that particular scripture. Um, the breath prayer, or or it's either the breath. Some say breath centering prayer is mm. you finding a center, you finding specific words mm-hmm. that you repeat throughout the day and uh, like I said it can be something as simple as Lord have mercy Uh, I used to remember my mom used to always say Jesus keep me near the cross sometimes when she would be just walking through the house Mm -hmm. she would just say Jesus keep me and I never knew why she'd say that Mm -hmm. but I find myself saying like when I get discouraged when I find find myself feeling alone or just like you know, don't know what else to do. I just find myself saying, Jesus, keep me near the cross Mm -hmm. and how that reminds me that he loves me. And so, and also the breath prayer can just simply be in learning how to control your breathing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. How do you, you, um, what would you say to people who, you know, this is the first time doing something of that nature, um, but need to do it, but yet, just do not have any guidance or instruction. How would you inform them, lead them, guide them, and encourage them in it? Um, one, one, one thing that I would say is, is that um, Jesus wanted us to come to him as little children. And so in doing so, like us being able to pray in different ways, being able to connect with him in different ways, mm-hmm. um, and, and meet him, you know, yeah. uh, even if it, you start off with smaller amounts of time, right. um, five to 10 minutes, just learning how to um, discipline yourself to just be. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of times people think you have to have this huge chunk of time, but as the relationship continues to grow, it's just like when you're uh, in, a, you know, friendships and you put time into those. Mm-hmm. And so as you begin to develop that, you'll find yourself, some days I find myself sitting for an hour and I'd be like, whoa, mm-hmm. I didn't know I had been sitting that long, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I've been with the Lord and he's been with me. And that's the thing. Amen. I've been with him and yes. he's been with me. Can he be with you in the, and while you're in the workplace? Speak to, speak yes. to those folks. Because some folks, they get on a lunch break. And or they get the that fifteen minute, thirty minute, forty five minute, wherever you are, and sometimes they just want to exhale, but don't. I don't know if people believe that prayer is that breathing, that exhaling. Mm-hmm. I think in the workplace, that's that's the uh, perfect time to uh, practice the breath. 
prayers. Mm-hmm. It's like when you de- decompress and you just allow your mind, you control your breathing, you you know, you center your thoughts. Yeah. And then just being able to say simple prayers to refocus on what has taken place um, in that time span a while, you know, before your break or mm-hmm. being able to uh, acknowledge him. Just even sitting at your desk, just keeping your mind focused on the fact that God is near. He yeah. is near. Yeah. And so. Yeah. yeah. I have a question about um, lament and how it's played a role with that, that mm-hmm. spiritual practice uh, side of things. Cause I do think sometimes as Christians, we can get in this like, you know, blessed and highly favored or, you know, how you doing? Yeah, I'm blessed, you know, yeah, yeah. and, and not always embrace, you know, the sadness or the anger even or, or fear, just whatever. So like, how has lament, uh, played a role in some of your spiritual practices? I'm glad you asked that. Cause mm. I think lament has been the, probably the key component that has played a role in my spiritual practice. Wow. Uh, especially within the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think about, uh, I think it's the prophet Elijah mm-hmm. and, and running, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and going mm-hmm. to like this deep cave hiding mm-hmm. and, um, and being able and waiting for the Lord to, you know, he's he's not in the wind, he's not, but he was in the whisper. Yeah. And being able to be That's alone, good. and in my lament, I found like the Lord really is near, and being able to be honest and vulnerable with Him, like I am really angry with you right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I am really broken, mm-hmm. and being able to say those words, where at first, you know, when I was growing up, I was I was told you can't. Tell, right. say those things to right. the Lord, right. Right. right? And that is right. so not the truth, and because He already knows anyway. Right. And then He gave <laughs> us these emotions, and right. so mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm broken right now. I'm mad at you. I'm angry with you. And I found that it, it was in my lament that He really spoke to me. Mm. He yeah. really, whether it was through people, whether it was sitting in nature, just being able mm. to um, articulate like. I just don't get it, you know, mm-hmm. and then found myself like I've done all of this and I was doing this and I'm working and I'm serving. And, and then how dare you? Mm. And he reminded me of a scene from the shack, uh, the movie, mm-hmm. the shack. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And like, just took me away in my mind to this place to, you know, comfort me mm-hmm. and all of that. And so mm-hmm. lament has played a huge part in me, um, dating Jesus on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. yeah. And it, like, can you continue to expound on that for people? You know, I know, you know, we talk about one instance, um, a lot of people are busy, but a lot of people are kind of going through some of those day to day issues. You mm-hmm. know, they're thinking about bills being paid, thinking about taking care of the kids, mm-hmm. all of the, the things that sometimes we take, um, take, uh, take for granted. Um, mm-hmm. How do you, Sometimes it's like they don't, don't nobody want to lament. Nobody want to sit there and, mm-hmm. and breathe and slow down. It's just like, I, I don't have time for that. How would, you, mm-hmm. how would you minister to them and speak to them? I would just remind people that um, that's one of the emotions that the Lord has given us, uh, mm. sadness. Mm. Um, you know, it broke Jesus' heart when he mm-hmm. wept over yeah. Lazarus. Amen. You know? Amen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. and so uh, 
to be able to connect with that, whether it doesn't always have to be in death, it uh, loss is a loss. Whether yeah. it's a loss of a job, whether it's a loss of, you know, whatever, a loss is a loss. And being able to take that to the Lord and say, I'm, I'm struggling right now, yeah. but I'm yet I trust you. Like mm-hmm. Job, you know, mm-hmm. no, you know, I've lost my house, I've lost my children, I lost yes. my cow, I've lost everything. everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm still choosing to trust you and i think that's the key we have to choose it mm-hmm. we have to choose mm-hmm. jesus and choose like and to remember that he is the the great provider and this does not catch him by surprise yeah you know yeah that's so good yeah because i mean the psalms um we were talking in bible study it was like yeah the psalms actually do talk about yeah. <laughs> anger <laughs> they talk yeah, about yeah. sadness mm-hmm. and it's like how long oh lord mm-hmm. you know like all of that is biblical language Amen. it's not like it's a new thing right. <laughs> and right. like you said like it's it's he he knows already yeah god Amen. knows already so Amen. we can we can bring it to him uh yeah so i want to uh did you have okay. i wanted to switch gears again though to how all of these things play out in your work. Um, I know you talked about just throughout the day, how you can just do those breath prayers and you can mm-hmm. just re- be reminded that God is with you. Um, what are some things like, have you had some revelations in your quiet time mm. that have played out in young lives and like, how, how has that all worked for you? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I smile when you ask me that because it, um, I always ask the Lord, am I doing what you Mm. want me to be doing? I evaluate at least twice a year. I normally do it in June Mm -hmm. and December. And, um, and, and I ask the Lord, am I still doing what you call me to do? Uh, And so, cause I want to be found in his will. And Mm, so, um, with young lives, I remember back here, maybe in January, I was like, I, I just couldn't figure out how to continue to be creative, uh, innovative with ministry, with all the things. And I kept saying, you know, um, maybe I need to be, I need to be doing something else. And mm-hmm. I just remember uh, receiving a text from one of our young lives girls and we had just did a porch drop where every, cause we continue to do ministry, mm-hmm. uh, dropping food on their porches, porch mm-hmm. drops with groceries, all of things. And so, uh, I received a text from one of our young lives moms and she said that all the girls call me mama Nita. So she was like, mama Nita, <laughs> uh, she, thank you all so much for investing in our lives. She just went on and on. And then at the very, very end of it, she said, I know your mom will be super, your mom is in heaven and she is super proud of the woman that she raised Wow! and keep doing, thanks for believing in me when I didn't believe in myself. Wow. And so I was like, okay, Lord, you know, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Wow. That's good. That's amazing. <laughs> and that is amazing. It's, it's this, um, also, sorry. No, it's ahead. called you, the, yeah, uh, the it's the welcoming prayer, another prayer. And what yeah. that does it, it, you invite in what the Lord has already in store for you, even though you don't know what's going to happen during that day. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, you telling the Lord, I invite it in because you trust that he has it. Mm. So when you start off your day, Lord, I welcome in your peace. I welcome in your pain. I welcome in the struggle. I welcome in the joy. I, whatever yeah. it is mm. that the Lord has in, uh, planned for you during that day, Mm-hmm. You welcome it because you already know 
that he is walking with you in it. Amen. And that yes. takes away the anxiety and the stress because you've already been invited because you know who's going to uh, handle it. Amen. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yep. Amen. So, yeah, I like that one too. Too. Yeah, I like that. I, it was a challenge for me to do yes. that one. I feel like uh, so with Allison, she had us do that. The yes. welcoming prayer. And like the day I chose to do it, I ended up being frustrated yeah. <laughs> that day. Yeah. And I was like, I will be frustrated on the day I'm supposed to do welcome and prayer. Yeah. Why can't I just be joy, you know, joyful yeah. all the time? Um, but it was like sitting with that emotion and welcoming. Okay, I'm frustrating now. I'm mm. frustrated now. Mm-hmm. I welcome this. Like, Lord, what do you want me to learn from mm-hmm. this? You know, and I think if I hadn't done the welcoming prayer, I just would have been frustrated. You yeah. know, I just would have been sitting up mad and I wouldn't have even thought about what does God want me to learn in this yeah. moment? And, and just be being reminded, like, uh, you keep this thing keeps on coming up, like, God is with us. Mm-hmm. Like, God is walking with us through all of this. I think sometimes we can get frustrated or fearful or just mm-hmm. whatever because we think we're alone. And yeah. it's like, no, God yeah. is very close. He's near. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so good. One thing y'all keep bringing up um, that I like to, um, we all grew up uh, or came to know the Lord in a black church, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. traditional black churches for those. And so, uh in some way, Denise, like you said, and Adrian, you alluded to, uh, some folks have been doing this all along, mm-hmm. but just didn't have the, you know, we're not using the same language. Mm-hmm. And th- those categories aren't there. Can you just speak to that? Um, how certain things that we don't recognize, so it's not always, oh, when you do have some category of language, that there is, mm-hmm. that one way is more, um, uh, what's the right word? More one, spiritual. Yeah, one way is more spiritual. One way is seem deemed to be more superior than mm-hmm. the other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, how do you how do you speak to that? I mean, and both of y'all can. Yeah. I don't know if um, because it's such a personal, um, such a personal walk with the Lord, like. Again, you know, growing up hearing things that didn't have a name or right. a, mm-hmm. a word for it yeah. and realizing like, oh, I've already been doing that. Right, you right, know? right, right. Yeah. But I think the relationship makes it the difference, okay. you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, my, my mom's relationship, my grandparents, the, the church I grew in, grew up in, the relationship made the difference. So now that it's a personal mm-hmm. relationship with Amen. me, the words mean yeah, so yeah, yeah, much yeah, yeah, yeah. more uh-huh. to me. Like um, the song you sung Sunday, what a friend we have in Jesus. My favorite line in this, oh, what peace we Ooh, often forfeit. My God. I just get lost in that because yeah. I think about, oh my God, I give up so much. Yeah. You know, I, I forfeit so much peace yeah. because I don't take it to him. Mm. And so it means so much more to me now. And we sung it every other Sunday. (laughs) I just didn't know what it meant, you know. So I think the personal relationship part of it makes it more spiritual and uh, what's superior for me because now it's my relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's so good. I'm laughing because just certain hymns that, you know, maybe growing up, um, let's be honest, I may have gotten sick of, you know, <laughs> but like you said, like, like and, and you know, my grandmother used to always say, keep living, mm-hmm. like whatever it was, wow. she just said, keep that's, living, that's good, mm-hmm. yeah. keep that's living, true. keep mm-hmm. living, you know, and it's just like, okay, 
I see what she was talking about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I understand why they did that chorus 511 times. Yes. You know, because yes. I mean, 511. Yes. Or, or, or when we were just singing Jesus over and over mm-hmm. again, because it was just like, you know, once you've been through some life Man. and you've been through yeah. some things, it's like yeah. you've been in cir- circumstances where all you could say was Jesus. Oh, and that's yeah. all you needed to Absolutely. say was Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so. Um, that's one thing when we talk about different uh, the different language that you know we may call it lectio divina over here, mm-hmm. you know, and then like if I said that to my mom, she said, "Oh, you were just praying," mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you yeah. just praying, you know. But it's just like uh, it's not always a new. I, I love what you're saying. It's, it's not always a new concept. It's mm-hmm. just different language. Different language. You know, sure. and, and even, um, like, one thing, I know some people that didn't grow up with gospel music say that it's repetitive. Yep. And it's just like, well, we're taught to meditate on the scripture, mm-hmm. and this is truly mm-hmm. a meditation. Amen. Like, when you say your grandmother mm-hmm. used to say, Lord, have mercy, mm-hmm. that's a meditation. You yeah. know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, like, well, no, <laughs> my grandmother got really mad. She started singing, help me, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> help me. And it wasn't help. Yeah. Because uh, she had like a Mississippi accent, hit me, Jesus. You know? <laughs> and uh, we all do get out of the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. get okay, out of the it, It's yeah. time all to go. Right, right. <laughs> all right. We're going to go outside. But, uh, you know, that was her meditation. Yeah. Like, help me, Lord. She yeah. was angry mm-hmm. about something, and, and she was taking that anger to God. Yeah. And she was saying, help me, Lord. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and yeah. so, yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's, that's, I'm glad you said that because sometimes people will confuse a, the breath prayer with using the Lord's name in vain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some people will, yeah. will, will will say, oh, you ain't supposed to use the Lord's name, but you are really calling out to the You're Lord. You're calling out, yeah. You're really, um, really centering yourself. So that, mm-hmm. that's really helpful um, in that. Is there, we only have a few more minutes mm-hmm. to, to go. Um, we want you to exhort us. Um, <laughs> what, 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 what last words do you have for us? Um, in the church. This is, uh, I'll just uh, say that this is a practice that that's definitely doable. Okay. Uh, and uh, the body prayer is like, you don't even have to have words to do the body prayer. You just kind of like bend over, like if you're touching your toes, and that is you're emptying out everything before the Lord and you stay there as long as you want to. Okay. And then you come up and you lift your hands to the sky, like open, and then you're receiving what God has for you. Uh, Then you cross your hands across your heart, like folded crossways. Uh And then you hold what he has given you. And then you extend your hands here and you release to give to others. I would wow. start shouting right at my <laughs> Wait, like say that, that one more that's time. The, that's, that's so good. good. And that's the that body is. prayer. That yeah. can be done anywhere, whether yeah. you're on break or whatever. Yeah, that's good. You bend over as if you're touching your toes and you stay there and mm-hmm. you just release mm-hmm. everything. You pouring it out to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then once the, you, you, the Lord has met you there, you come up and you lift your hands up towards the sky and you receive what he has mm-hmm. and what he's giving you you hold it by mm-hmm. crossing across your yeah. heart yeah. and then once you hold what he has for you then you release you give you open your hands up to give to others wow. and that's a body prayer Amen. and no words has to be spoken spoken so yeah that is so mm-hmm. good because i mean we are being filled up 
in these in these moments yep. so that we can yep. give to other people yep. and Absolutely. we can be the church um, man that's so good I've never done that before I'm gonna do that though yeah. <laughs> we're we gonna that's do that powerful. on Sunday we I know because it's Sunday. something about putting your body in those yes. positions yep. yes. that really does like I feel like everything else follows yes. you know what I mean yeah. like like your whole being is like in that um, yeah. man that's so great thank you so much yeah, Anita, for coming and sharing mm-hmm. Uh, we really appreciate it. We know you're busy, so we thank you for taking <laughs> the time. <laughs> yes, we. I, we. I want to emphasize the fact that we are grateful for uh, what you're doing and what mm-hmm. and how you blessed us right now. And yes. I want you to see that this is going to affect our church right mm. moving forward like i don't i mean it the the things that we've talked about over the last couple of weeks we want to implement that yeah into mm. the life of our church and in the way that we worship so thank you for that yeah. the lord is using you yeah. and you got anything else to pull on us <laughs> anything else all right no final words well showtime thank you again for being on the ones and twos man you're making me sound good i almost hit a run on them oh come yeah, on boy. come on i don't want to hurt them i don't want to hurt them i'm gonna just do a body prayer after this yeah, <laughs> thank you though um danita for being with us or oh, mama nita mama nita that's what i'm thank called you. thank you for being with us always a joy and Adriana, thank you as well. Um, I think you, I think you, Adriana's been, I want y'all to hear this. She's just, she's held the podcast down. Yeah. Sisters held the podcast down. We wouldn't have it without her. <laughs> and so we are thankful for that. Y'all tune in next time to Take One. See you next time.